Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Port Charles 411, where we are talking with Gary Shane and Amanda can't talk. Yes, I still am like in shock. She was so, so nice. She totally appreciated the fact that I couldn't talk for a minute and wasn't sure what I was asking. She was so sweet. So how do you feel? I'm going to interview you Oh my goodness. How do you feel? Like you just met your hero. You just met someone that you she's why you got into the show yes so like yes she was exactly what i expected so that's great yes just very down to earth and nor- it was it was wonderful oh my gosh that's great so, <laughs> i will be smiling for the next three weeks oh my goodness perfect yeah so enjoy our conversation with carrie and we'll be back after <laughs> Hi. hello how are you <laughs> You guys are sideways for some reason. You're sideways too. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's see if we can fix this. I don't know. Hmm. Are we right well, now? You're now you're right to. Am I right set up? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. We'll go with that. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Which one's Shannon and which one's Amanda? I'm Shannon. You're Shannon. Amanda. Yep. Okay. Hi, happy birthday, Amanda. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I heard it's your birthday. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> how are you guys? Good. How are you doing? Good. How, how are you feeling? So much better. Good. I'm happy to report that, uh, you know, I, I know you probably have heard like the COVID vaccine will take you down for the second vaccine really takes you down. But I was, I was only feeling bad for about 12 hours. So good. That's good. good. Yeah. Did yeah. it on a weekend. So yes, <laughs> that was that quick. So <clears throat> that was a good thing. 
Well, that's awesome. You were able to get it and, you know, hopefully it continues, you know? So <laughs> yes, yes. Hopefully we can get everybody vaccinated very, very quickly. And that would be a very, very good thing. Mm. Love your mug. World's best nurse. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> sweet friends, sweet friends of mine that gave that to me for Christmas. I love it. <laughs> we're actually just talking about that you know, how you decided to actually get into the medical field years later after General Hospital. What got you into that? <laughs> I know it was quite a departure because um, I had never done anything else in my life besides just being an actor. So, and, you know, I had started so young. Um, it was a combination of a couple things, um, mostly because uh, my son was diagnosed with autism and he just required a ton of attention. And at the time I was working a lot, but I was working a lot like in different countries. So I was going to, you know, New Zealand or Canada or, or China, even I shot a series in China. So for my son, he really, really needed that stability of just me being home. And my husband's an actor too. So um, the uncertainty of where we were going to be and became an issue. And I had always kind of thought before I had kids that I would just be able to pick them up, take them with me. And, you know, he'd be a set baby and everything would be fine. Um, but it really didn't turn out that way. And, you know, for autism, it, it ends up being uh, very important that they have a really structured life and can, you know, anticipate things and, and be able to be there for therapy. So that was a big part of it. And then I also had been in the industry for a long time and, you know, we had hit a writer strike and there was a whole lot of other things going on where people weren't working as much. And so there was kind of a lull in, in projects and, in doing things. So I just decided it was time to jump out for a bit and try something different. And I had always been really passionate about women's health in general and so I kind of started looking into that. And my original idea was I was going to go into occupational therapy. And then throughout school, um, I ended up finding that I just, I loved, I loved the human body and, and, you know, the science of it all. And somebody talked me into thinking about nursing and, and then there, there I went. <laughs> so we have something in common. Um, my daughter's autistic. Oh, really? Yes. So I was very excited when I read that. Yeah. Because actually, it sounds like, because what year was he diagnosed? So he was born in 2004. Um, we got a di diagnosis when he was about three. Okay. So yeah, around 2006. She was almost six. Yeah. But wow. we were having, yeah, it's look into the girl side of it. It's misdiagnosed, yeah. totally missed for oh. it's underdiagnosed. It's one wow. of the number one things that I've been told. When I, not so much anymore, but especially back, she's 17 now, oh, back, wow. when she, back when she was <clears throat> diagnosed, it was 2009. Mm -hmm. So many people said to me, but she's a girl. Really? And I'm like, oh <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's a neurological thing, right. not a gender thing. So, um, not so much anymore, but like back then we did, but. I was working 60 hours a week in corporate, you know, I went yeah. to college and, you know, that's what I was doing. I thought I was going to climb up the corporate ladder, lost my job because of the recession and everything. Best thing mm -hmm. that ever happened. 
because I was able yeah. to, you know, take that step back. I wasn't jet setting or in other countries, but <laughs> right. <laughs> you're really Still. able to take that step back and yeah. realize, you know, we had to do the in-home therapy. She's in a private school and wow. just, and now I'm doing podcasting and I'm in real estate. So, you know, that's awesome that way. <laughs> it is. Life but, would not be, you know, exciting if not for all the changes, right? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah, it's been a good thing. All right, it sounds like our kids are the same age. So my son's just a, a year younger, and he's he's two, uh, sixteen. He just turned sixteen. So. And how's he doing? Like, is he going to drive? He's doing and- um, not yet. He has a car, and it's sitting in the driveway, but not even a permit. So mm-hmm. he Does just he has no to? interest whatsoever. No, yep. doesn't seem to really care. I'm like, come on, buddy, you really need to get your license. <laughs> Yeah. She doesn't want anything to do with it either. She's afraid she'll crash, no. but I'm like, Hey, I you guys have Uber and Lyft now. So it's true. Yeah. yeah. We are where we are and it's good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We get to keep them a little closer to us for the time being. That's how I look at it. You know, you guys are nice letting them drive. <laughs> I wouldn't let mine drive until they were 18. So really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Now where are you guys located? Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm originally, I was born in Pennsylvania. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, I spent a lot of time there growing up. My grandparents lived in uh, a town called Harleysville, which is right outside of Philadelphia. Okay. So okay. I spent a lot of time in that area. But yeah, I was born in like Lancaster County somewhere. Okay. <laughs> with the Amish and everything. Yeah. Yeah. We, we lived with Amish people for a little while. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it, but I hear stories. What brought you out to California? Oh, I, I have moved everywhere. My, I was a military brat for a while and my dad was in the Air Force. So we moved around a lot. So, um, Pennsylvania was, was a, a short stop on my road of life. <laughs> so <laughs> aside from visiting there, but uh, I primarily grew up in Missouri. And then, um, when I got into acting, I moved to New York City and I lived there for a little while. I finished high school there and then I came to California for work as an actor. So, and I've been here ever since coming up on 30 years. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Whenever like, you were nursing, did you have um, patients that were like, Oh my gosh, you're off of TV. <laughs> yes. A lot actually, because I don't know, for whatever reason, um, I guess my, the demographic that I was serving um, when I was working in a hospital was um, they're, they're just big soap fans. And, and, so yeah, I got a lot of that, especially from the parents because I was in labor and delivery. So like the parents of my patients <laughs> tended to be like GH watchers and, and, uh, it was kind of funny sometimes. Well, and you've my, my, uh, general hospital too. You've been on criminal mind. Oh, so you're probably getting yeah, all different genres. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Primarily TV, but yeah. Did you watch GH before you went on? The no, show? <laughs> um, I, funny enough, I've never been much of a soap fanatic. Like I, 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 I remember watching it a few times if I was home sick from school, I, but I would watch days of our lives. So that was, that was about my ex- the extent of my, but you know, what I did watch on days was I watched the Kayla and patch storyline <laughs> on occasion. Okay. And then, so when Mary Beth Evans ended up coming on to general hospital, I was like, Oh, oh my God, <laughs> it was so exciting. I used to watch her when I was on in high school. So that was kind of fun, but well, no, I never really watched. And Stephen Nichols wound up coming to GH too. Yes, he did. I, I don't think he was there when I was there. I think he came on later, but yeah. Yeah. And they then I guess together. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I watched maybe General Hospital a couple of times because Jack Wagner, do you remember Jack Wagner who played Frisco Jones? He was from my hometown. And so I was from a really small town in Washington, Missouri. So that was kind of a big deal. So when I, you know, when he was on, we were all like, Ooh, somebody from our town is on TV. It was kind of an exciting thing. So I, I guess I watched maybe a couple of times then just to see him. So when you were doing the whole love scenes, did you, who would you have had Karen end up with? Oh, and I think Karen ended up, you know, right with who she needed to be. And and that was one of the reasons why I left the show when I did, okay. because there had been so much buildup with Karen and Jagger and, you know, and then the, the, they're together and they were apart and they were together and they were apart. We felt like when Antonio decided to leave and I honestly, I was ready to, I had been, um, you know, I'd been there for two years and um, I, it was the first job I ever had as an actor. So I was really eager to get out there and do some other things. So when he said he was leaving, I was like, let's go out together because I think it would serve the storyline best for them to, you know, for that audience to have that payoff, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought it made a lot of sense. So we sat down with the producers and we talked to them about it and they agreed. And so that's why they, they ended up writing it that way. Otherwise, had I stayed on, um, they had brought from, from my recollection from so many years ago, um, I believe they, they brought on uh, Ricky Martin for my character. Oh. We were supposed to then go into a new romance, but um, they brought him on. And then as that storyline evolved, if you remember, he was an intern in the hospital or something like that. And I met him there and we had this thing where he was helping me with patients and um, this pregnant girl came in who was speaking Spanish and, and, you know, I didn't understand her and, but he, he did. And so that was supposed to sort of be the beginning of a romance. But when we had decided to leave together, then they kind of shifted the storyline to um, have the payoff for the audience of having us get married right off into the sunset on the motorcycle. (laughs) Right. Well, you guys had through enough trauma and enough, you know, rough stuff. You guys deserved the. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought it worked best for the story to, to do it that way. And I think it did. (laughs) And it's crazy to think that you were only on for two years because you did a lot. And you're Sonny's first girlfriend. Yes. And I mean, that's a, that's quite the now that he's. (laughs) He's still there. <laughs> He's still there. And there's a joke that like any woman he looks at is going to wind up pregnant. So <laughs> got a ton of kids. How did you prepare for, I mean, you had the role as the stripper and an addict at the same time and dealing with Rhonda as your mom mm-hmm. and all that, you know, how did you even prepare? And it was your first role. I didn't know that. My the- first role ever. Yeah. So how? And I was so young too. So I didn't have a really, you know, I didn't have a, um, you know, like a, an arsenal of life experience either. So I really had to dig deep on that one. And and I did a lot of research. I started going to AA meetings just to kind of learn what it was like. And then some Al-Anon meetings to learn what it was like to be, you know, a child of, of an alcoholic. And then when the stripping stuff started happening, I, um, started going to strip clubs <laughs> and, you know, I, I actually, I think there was a story published one time that, you know, I was seen in New York city going to strip clubs with my mom. It was kind of funny, but I used to take her with me cause I was only 19 at the time. Yeah. And 
<laughs> so, so like me walking into strip clubs was a little, a little daunting, but, and then I interviewed with a few of them. Like I, some of them were kind enough to talk to me mm-hmm. and um, I was able to pull a lot from that. So, yeah, I mean, I just had to kind of draw from wherever I, wherever I could find access to the information and read a lot of books. I did mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know whenever you got the job that they were going to go into the whole molestation storyline? No, no, I had no idea. I mean, initially the storyline was the love triangle with, you know, Jason and, and Antonio or Jason and Jagger. And then, you know, my mom being, I was the, the girl from the wrong side of the tracks and Jason was the, you know, wealthy guy and how that whole dynamic worked. And I think they saw that there wasn't really any longevity to that story (laughs) and you know how long could we really go on with the triangle thing so I remember it was after some awards show and I showed up (laughs) looking very slutty and I remember Wendy saying to me something like huh kind of like this look on you and she uh, Wendy Rich the, the executive producer and so from that, they started formulating Karen's ident like a different identity for Karen, and um, took that. It ended up being the storyline of of you know sexual abuse storyline and the stripping and the whole deal. And and I loved it because it was just so uh, it gave me so much to do, and it was such a great storyline that I could dig my teeth into. But it also meant a lot to me because I I knew it was such a real thing and. It was amazing how many people ended up reaching out saying, Hey, this happened to me too. And, you know, telling me their stories and it ended up being um, quite a platform for me to get behind. And um, I ended up doing a lot of work with child help USA after that and becoming their spokesperson and opened my eyes a lot. So it was really a a very meaningful storyline. I was proud to have been a part of it. That's I mean, I don't want to say that's awesome, but I mean, like that's, (laughs) You're lucky that you had the opportunity to experience it that way yeah. rather than right. You got to really quote, really experience it without having to. Yeah. Yeah. Know. I just have an understanding of what people go through um, right. in that way. I mean, it's, it's devastating. It devastates lives, you know, mm-hmm. when something like that happens, but um, I was felt lucky to be able to put that out there in a way that people who had been through it could relate to it and maybe not feel so alone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love your podcast, by the way. I, oh, you. I hadn't heard about it. And, you know, and then when you guys contacted me, um, I gave it a listen and I was like, oh, you guys do such a great job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And it, honestly, it kind of took me down memory lane because, you know, I don't remember a lot of this stuff. I don't, re- I don't even, you guys were talking about storylines and st- or stuff that my character did. And I was like, oh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> That's, so funny. That's awesome. Nice little archive. <laughs> also, I have to confess something. I started watching after you were gone. Oh, you so, did. So you were kind of Amanda's. You were my favorite. You, you were. I, I hate to fan girl out on you, but yes, you were my favorite. That was. <laughs> you know, right at the age that I was getting addicted to it, I was like 13 and you were on and you were just so pretty and Jagger was so hot. Like there was no way to not want to watch him. And the the storyline was just, it was great. There was no way to not want to watch it and see what was going to happen next. And you really did a good job with the storyline, but 
Um, yeah, anytime that we talk about old stuff, I'm like, oh, Karen and Jagger, is that what we're going to go back <laughs> to? That was the best. Well, I'm just thrilled that anybody even remembers anything from that long ago. I mean, my gosh, it was um, almost, I was trying to think how long it was since I've been on. I, I think it was like, I started 29 years ago on the show. So yeah, it was quite a while ago. <laughs> so the fact that you remember Wonderful. makes you my heart has been fantastic though, because I've been able to go back and watch them. And that was, so you were mentioned in, was that October? Maybe mm-hmm. you were oh, mentioned yes. because Scotty got mad at Sonny and blamed him. For oh, really? You know that your dad. Yes, I do okay. know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, dead. Um, well, we talked to Sean Kanan and he didn't know that he was a grandfather. So I figured, Oh, you're kidding. Oh my God. That's funny. Um, so just want to make sure we weren't doing a spoiler for you. Okay. Um, but, and people were like, what is he talking about? And so that's when we decided to do the, just the pill story. And right. that was a lot. And it was the first time I'd ever watched it. And then oh, really? I, I hadn't watched it yet and it was fantastic. And then I've watched stone's death mm-hmm. like I've, I've watched like the last two episodes mm-hmm. you see them all the time you know yeah and i had never watched the whole stone storyline and then we did that one and mm. i bawled like the whole way through <laughs> yeah so, that was quite a storyline and youtube is fantastic you know it definitely gives it us is. a great chance to be able to experience that stuff it the thing yeah. i love the most about like we both started about two years apart, but there's things that, I mean, she grew up watching you. I started with Lucky and Liz, you know, and uh-huh. that was. <laughs> right. It's fun. Yeah. It, it, YouTube's, um, an amazing thing. And I'm, you know, for a while I used to keep all of these videotapes of stuff that I recorded from the show because I wanted to preserve it somehow, you know, and finally <laughs> after I moved them from house to house, I finally was like, you know what? They're all on YouTube. I don't need these anymore. So it's nice that, you know, that there's that archive there. Um, and I think maybe that's the reason why people still kind of remember some older storylines on the show, you know, because there's still access to that, which is really great. Yeah. You want to tell her about your VHS tape that you found last year? <laughs> I, was cleaning, I was, I was cleaning out my basement a couple months ago and I, I found this old VHS tape and it's like, Karen and Jagger do not erase. And I was like, oh. like I still found this. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, so speaking of YouTube, you have a food allergy YouTube channel. Yeah. So my daughter, it's not very active right now with the pandemic. We haven't been getting together and recording anything, but um, my daughter was, she's not allergic, but she has a genetic condition that causes her to not do well with um, gluten products and dairy. Okay. So she went, she went gluten-free, dairy-free and as a way of kind of helping her come to terms with that, because when she was diagnosed with that, she was only seven, I believe. So, and you know, that's hard at that time. She's like, why can't I eat what all the other kids eat and all this stuff. And, but one of her best friends also had allergies and, you know, she was allergic to dairy and nuts. And so, um, they started playing around one day and cooking in the kitchen and trying to figure out what they could make. And I recorded them on video and I cut it together and I made a little show for them just for fun. And then it, it took off. They loved it. And it was such a great way for them to, to deal with it. You know, it was like a a great way for them to cope with the fact that they were a little bit different than their friends, but there was still a way that they could make it okay. And they had a blast with it. And so did I, to be honest. (laughs) 
I'm sure that they've helped other kids because they're not alone. You know, yeah. them found each other in such a small area. I mean, there's probably a lot more out there that they've helped too. We would think, but you know, surprisingly, we didn't get the, um, the viewership that, you know, we were hoping maybe they would because mostly I just don't know a thing about YouTube and it was all me. And, you know, so <laughs> maybe one day I'll catch on. That's the, all their videos are still out there. So talking about like being a fangirl and being excited about meeting different people. How was it for you being on party of five and 90210? Cause those were the upcoming, you know, yeah. amazing shows for you to get parts in that. I was a big fan of 90210 because I was still in high school when it first premiered. And so that was so exciting. And, and it came out the year that I moved to Los Angeles and it came out right before I moved to Los Angeles. So it gave me this sort of glossy idea of like what it might be like to live in California. It was exciting when I got to join the cast. And, and um, even though it was like, I think 10 seasons in before I finally joined, but yeah, it was really cool. And, and everybody was so lovely. And it was funny because um, I showed up and, and my first day on set, Tori Spelling was there and, and she was like, Oh my God, I watch you on general hospital. So it made me feel really comfortable because she was kind of a a fan of mine as I was her. And, and then Vanessa Marcel was there too at the same time. Oh, right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've crossed paths a few times and um, we didn't have any scenes together, but no, we were working on the show at the same time. Yeah. It was kind of fun. That's yeah. Fun. It, it was. It was fun. <laughs> I didn't, I hadn't thought about that because I didn't watch, like when I watched now to an O, I didn't know that you were. Yeah. Karen. Right. <laughs> and then party of five, that was a whole different experience because uh, I joined in the very beginning of the series. So nobody knew who part, you know, what party of five was. And it oh, took okay. a, a number of years before it, it really took off and, and found an audience. So I joined in the first episode, well, the, the second episode, because the pilot was the first episode. And then when they came to series, um, they brought me on and I played, um, Nev Campbell's best friend for the, like, the first two seasons. So, and it was so much fun, such a great cast. So we were all young and we, you know, we would do things every weekend together and it was always like, Oh, dinner at Matthew's house or, Oh, dinner at Nev's house. Or, you know, we were always kind of bouncing around and, but we're always together. And that ended after the show got popular and um, we couldn't really go anywhere then uh, yeah. people just sort of descending on all of us. So, but it was, it was great while it lasted. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. That was such a good show. Did you watch it? Was. I didn't. <gasps> you didn't? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. You need you to know. catch up on that. Okay. You do. I, will watch Party you do. I watched it from the beginning and I was excited because I was like, look, that's Karen. I was all interested. So. <laughs> I will yeah. watch it. So good. It was such they, a like, great rebooted show. rebooted it. It was such a good show. They rebooted yeah. it? They did. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you see the new one? I did. I thought it was good, but, you know, yeah. then Corona, and so everything just kind of stopped. Aww. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to come back after that or not. I don't know. I don't know if it will or not. Usually yeah. it's the other way around where I've seen things and she hasn't, so. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I'll have to watch. You have to start the, the original Party of Five. It was great. Okay. It was. I know everyone that was in it, but it was yeah. so well written. I mean, the storylines and I, it was just one of those shows that you feel really lucky to be a part of. I was very excited to to get to be there in the beginning. Kind of the same thing with I, I just finished an episode of This Is Us. I don't know if you guys watched that yep. show. Yeah, but that's another one that I just 
I feel so lucky to have gotten to to do something on it because it's such a great show and so well written and so well acted and it was just phenomenal. It was a great experience. And so. a lot of the stuff that they reference because they're from Pittsburgh, the three. Are from oh, Pittsburgh. that's right. Yeah, a lot of it's true. Like they do Is a there? really good job of mm-hmm, when they talk about Pittsburgh, they've done mm-hmm. their research. They know what they're talking about. Wow. Like that's, when, that's impressive. When Jack went to that record store, mm-hmm. like that's a real record store. You know, Is so it? Like they've, uh-huh, they've done a, wow. done a good job with that. So that's cool. That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. It's a neat show. <laughs> Very good. I like how they're doing. Cause we've talked about this with, you know, general hospital hasn't addressed COVID. And we're okay with that because it's an every single day thing. But like Mm -hmm. how This Is Us is doing it is perfect because they're just showing people living with it. Like, right. Yeah. It's there, but it's not. Yeah. It's not all. all Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. It's a tough call. Um, You know, because on one hand, I think we, we, you know, we want to escape it, (laughs) but then it's also part of our reality. And then there's also a, a safety issue of being on set. So I think in the beginning, yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've, I've been doing this show called The Bay with a lot of other actors from General Hospital and other soaps too. And, and um, this summer we shot the sixth season and I think we really struggled with how to do it safely. And so they ended up incorporating the storyline into, um, you know, and it ended up incorporating COVID into the storyline and, we just had to, because at that time when we were shooting, we didn't really know enough about it yet, you know, and there weren't those safety measures in place yet where we had access to regular testing and everything like we do now. So um, it was tricky. So we had to do a lot of scenes with masks on and shields and, and the whole deal, but we just, and also I think, I don't think they realized that it was going to go on this long, like COVID was going to last this long. And so it was a nice little tidbit that, you know, the show could reflect on, but then we kind of just assumed that, well, then it'll be over then, you know, and it's not (laughs) here we are. Yeah. Not yet. One day we hope. Yeah. Well, you started to watch the Bay a little bit because it's one of those ones. So when COVID happened and general hospital went off, we started watching um, night shift. Neither one of us had watched night shift. And so we made it through the first season. We still have to watch the second. Mm-hmm. That's when we found out about the Bay, but not all the episodes are on Amazon, but I think they just right. became available on pop star. Of- yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think list. they realized that it was that people were going to want to go back and watch the earlier episodes. And so they weren't all available on Amazon anymore for whatever reason they had been. Um, but they had been taken off. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal was that they made with Popstar, but they were able to get the rest of the episodes or the rest of the seasons up. So, and then soon, I think season six will be available on Amazon as well. But right now it's just Popstar. I, I yeah. just started in season five so that I could see oh, did you? what you were up to and, you know, <laughs> know some current yeah. stuff instead of just sitting here talking about Karen right. the entire time. <laughs> um, but I didn't really get into it, get into it. So yeah, it seems like a great cast though. I mean, it's like a dream team. It's like, it's kind of cool because they've, they've taken kind of soap people from all of the shows and put them on this one show. And and so it's kind of fun. You know, we've all run in the same circles and, you know, there've been several people that I had worked with in the past. So it was great to see them. And then how it's funny, how it came about was that they tried to get me on the show back in 2012 and they contacted me. Um, Gregory Martin, the creator and director, 
contacted me on Facebook or something. And, and I totally dismissed him because I was like, who's that? Like contacted me about doing a show on the internet. <laughs> the time it seemed so crazy because nobody was really doing that, you know? So I totally dismissed him. And then several years later, I guess it was 2019. He reached out to me again. He was like, Hey, just trying you again. We've won several Emmys now. And uh, Wendy Rich is working with us. So Wendy Rich was the executive producer of General Hospital ended up working with the Bay. And once I found that out, I was like, Oh, okay, it's legit. (laughs) So they kind of pulled me out of retirement. And then, you know, once I started working again, it was I I felt like I was at home. And uh, so kind of, kind of pulled me back out of, uh, of my nursing world and, and got me back into acting again, which I'm so, so grateful for. So for those that don't know what the Bay is, can you give us like a quick synopsis or whatever? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, to be honest, I, I don't know the early parts of it. Um, but it's, it's, um, a show that's centered around this very wealthy family in this fictitious city called Bay City. And I think it's sort of loosely based on like Santa Barbara area. Um, but the Garretts are a very wealthy family in this Bay City area. <laughs> they they own everything and they're the, you know, the they're the mayor and they're they kind of are are big a big deal in in the city. Um and then, you know, there's uh everybody in the show is sort of connected to the family in one way or another a lot. It goes very deep. (laughs) I don't even know what all the relationships are. There's like, you know, cousins upon cousins and aunts and uncle, like they all come back to that Garrett family. But I was brought on to service this storyline as a doctor. And I guess that Gregory Martin, the story goes is that Gregory Martin was a big fan of, of GH and he was, a big fan of mine and used to run home and watch after school every day. And it was like, nobody could bother him. And he was so into it. Um, so when he wrote this character, it was a kind of a tribute to my character on general hospital. And that's why he named her Dr. Cates. So yeah, it's like a little, a little tribute to, to uh, my character on general hospital. So that was cool. It's like a little Easter egg because you might have new fans that don't even realize, don't don't know, you know, that's (laughs) what it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. And it wasn't so obvious where it was like, well, here's Dr. Wexler, you know, (laughs) it's, uh, you know, he incorporated Kate's in there as my married name. So that was kind of just a little hint, you know? Yeah. That's been fun. Excuse me. So (laughs) technically you were divorced when you came on the Bay, like you and Jagger were divorced and right. Yeah. Which isn't, I mean, you know, so I'm not supposed to be my character. Yeah. From General Hospital. So it was just like a little, a little tribute. So yeah, there was no real reality from General Hospital to that. And, and to be honest, I have no idea what happened from the time I left General Hospital to, because I know they took my character and spun off Fort Charles. And right. at yep. the time I wasn't able to do it because I believe it was, I don't know, 97 or something like that. And it was my busiest year ever. And so I was doing a lot of other things and wasn't available to do that. So they, they spun that off with another actor, but ironically, my husband ended up playing one of the third Karen Wexler's love interest. Oh my gosh. Later that's on. So funny. So, yeah. So he was Joe Scanlon, I think was his name. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. One of the Joe Scanlons. I think he was like the third Joe Scanlon or something. And then he was with the third Karen. Okay. <laughs> so I knew a little bit about what was going on then, but it was like a whole different storyline. It was like, I don't know, not even a, it didn't seem to have any, any relevance to stuff that I did, you know, for, on general hospital. So from what I've read, it seems like they changed the character with each actress. Like it was a different same yeah. name, but different. Yeah, right. I never, I never watched it. I looked at it for a second and then realized it wasn't really all the same players. And I didn't have yeah. interest yeah. in it then. Yeah, it's interesting. I never, I never did see it except for when he was on a couple episodes. I watched, but <laughs> so how did you guys meet then? If it wasn't on Port Charles, we met doing a pilot called Forbidden Island in New Zealand, and oh, wow. uh, we we're both cast as. Uh, as characters in that show. And funny enough, it, it didn't get picked up, but it ended up becoming the series lost because oh, lost basically stole the idea from our show. And there was a lawsuit and everything. It was crazy. Oh, wow. So we did the original lost. (laughs) We met doing that in New Zealand. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that though. That's I know we were bitter about it for years. <laughs> Honestly, they did it a whole lot better. And, uh, you know, they had a lot more money to put into it. So, you know, yeah, eh, it's what it is, but, uh, it was a fun show. It was really cool and very, very dark and twisted. And it was written by somebody who used to write for twin peaks. And okay. so had that kind of element to it, just like lost. I mean, if you'd seen lost, it's, it's a lot like that, you know? weird things happening and, and very bizarre, like things coming out of nowhere where you don't understand it. And it was cool. It was a really cool show. So was it like a New Zealand based one or was it just being filmed there? So it was like, no, it was just being but- mm-hmm. yeah, it was, a, it was originally produced for UPN. It was, which was a network that I guess became the WB and then CW. Okay. <laughs> so okay. the long lineage of, of um, networks, but it was uh, put on, produced by Aaron Spelling's company. Okay. So, yeah. So after I did 90210, I did another show for Spelling and then, and then he put me on this show. So, or the lost show. Yeah. <laughs> Forbidden Islands. <laughs> that's what it was called. I'm really surprised that that didn't get picked up with Aaron Spelling. I mean, I know. Yeah. We really thought it would. I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it's really well done. It wasn't, didn't quite have the production value that Lost ended up having because I'm sure they spent 10 times the amount of money that went into our show, but um, it was a really interesting show. It's very well done. Yeah. What could have been? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You never know. Just things happen for a reason and for whatever reason that was just not meant to, meant to happen. So you've met your husband. So that worked. Yeah. Yeah. That worked. You had <laughs> actually had to work with him longer. Might not yeah. have worked out so That's well. That's true. You know? <laughs> That is very true. Maybe, maybe things wouldn't have worked out so well. Who knows? <laughs> have we ever worked together now? No, I don't think we've ever worked on anything together ever again. Okay. No. Yeah. He does a lot of voiceover stuff in theater, you know, and that we, we work together at home doing self tapes and things like that, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. So we kind of run in different circles. What do your kids think about you going back into acting? Funny enough, they never really realized that I was an actor. So it was, what was it? It was, I, I guess I started working on something on the Bay and, and they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're a nurse. Like, what are you doing? And then um, I sat down with my daughter shortly after doing that. And they said, no, you know, I used to be an actor. And, and 
this is what I used to do. And I sat down with her. There's a movie on Amazon that I did several years ago um, called The Inheritance. And it's a movie about horse, this girl who grows up, she wants to be a horseback rider. And she lives with this very wealthy English family that's now in America. My daughter loves horses. So I thought this is a good introduction, you know, to show her. She was riveted. Absolutely. Just like she kept looking at the TV and then looking at me and she was like, Oh my gosh, mommy, this is so cool. And and then after that, she, you know, kept saying, you shouldn't be a nurse anymore, mommy. You should be an actor. (laughs) So it's really cute. That's so sweet. Yeah. And then I think my son, you know, he's older, so um, he's gotten his comments from his friends who have found me on YouTube. And so that's been a little interesting because, you know, there's obviously a lot of stuff up on YouTube that's probably not appropriate for <laughs> his friends to be watching, you know. Yeah. So they Didn't find that stuff. That. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, your so, poor son having to deal with that. I know. <laughs> he deals with it well. He, he just lets it roll. But, you know, it, as as, it's I out mean, there. <laughs> as long as they're not being vulgar, you know. No, they're not. <laughs> and I mean, luckily, you know, could have been a lot worse. Luckily, it was General Hospital and it's network television so you can't go too far i mean i was always full clothed even though i was a stripper so you know it's not that bad could have been a lot worse if i had like nudity in a movie or something right it was not there but no i never did that that you would like to share with us um you know about you know you're working on the bay people can find you what you're up to um yes um i am Let's see. What did we not cover? Well, I have that episode of This Is Us coming out soon. I don't have a release date yet because with COVID, it's been it's been really touch and go with you know getting the shows done. So I think they're actually still trying to finish the episode that I'm in, and they're a little bit behind schedule. So I, I'll probably post it on my social media um, as soon as I find out. And I can be found on um, Instagram at Carrie Shane. C-A-R-I-S-H-A-Y-N-E. And uh, I don't really do much else. I mean, Twitter occasionally because the Bay asks me to. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not a Twitter person really. So um, occasionally I'll post some things on Twitter, but mostly, mostly Instagram. So yeah, I'll put that up there whenever I find out whenever that's coming out. And then hopefully we'll be um, doing more of the bay as soon as we get the current episodes out there and i'm producing a tv series that hopefully will be for a streaming platform um so that's been kind of a new role for me it's been a lot of fun it's called right now it's called bunko it may change um but it's about a group of women in a small town that um get into a whole heap of trouble uh with each other but um it's kind of a female female hangover meets desperate housewives kind of kind of show that sounds perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really exciting working on that. Yeah. We'll see where it goes from here. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds, that all sounds great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's, it's really, really good to be back doing what I love because I, I really, really missed it. And I think that taking that time away to step out and do something else and, and, even though I love, I love nursing too. Um, there's, there's a lot that I love about it because I'm kind of a real science geek as well, but I'm happy to be getting back to what I really love. And you could always go back to nursing, you know, as long as you yeah. keep up Well, with- and I'm actually, um, I'm, I'm still using it. I'm not working as a nurse anymore, but I am, I do still really love teaching 
and, and doing things. So my background was in labor and delivery and babies. So I'm in the process of getting certified as a childbirth educator. So it'll still allow me to work with patients and, and help them prepare for their birth, you know, still do the parts of it that I love and have that connection with people, but without having to commit to a schedule at a hospital, because honestly, it's like dealing with the acting thing and then, <laughs> and then having a, a job in the hospital. It's been, it's been difficult to, to manage that. So yeah, I stepped out. Oh, yeah. That's all good stuff though. I mean, that's, yeah. So I have, I have another Instagram. If anybody's pregnant and kind of wants to learn about being, you know, getting through their pregnancy and, and uh, being new parents. I also have an Instagram uh, handle, I guess you call it called at nurse Carrie. Is that what it is? Yeah. At nurse Carrie. And um, that's all of my kind of nursing stuff. So that's, that's out wonderful. There too. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to be able to like to help people in that way and, and still feel like I'm, I have some information to share and, and hopefully add value to what they're going through. Thank you so much for your time. Today. Yes. Thank sure. you so much. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm so excited that anybody, you know, even cared about talking about this. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you guys. I really appreciate it. There's definitely what are you doing for your birthday? Than... I don't have any big plans. So no. last year was the big four zero. This year it's just another it. year. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's great though. We have to celebrate every year that we're alive. Yes, yep. that's true. But thank you so much for talking to us. Like thirteen year old me is streaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I really appreciate it. And I don't. Oh, like, I wasn't gonna tell you, but then I realized I really had to because I did the same thing with Stone or when we interviewed Michael. Yeah. Stone. I, I heard that. I, I listened to that episode. I, <laughs> I was really like, oh, I hope she didn't tell her. her. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really want to talk no. this time then. <laughs> so <laughs> One day I will surprise you with something, but I, I'll i regret it. <laughs> you so. will. You'll talk the whole episode because I'll just sit here and be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you say that in that episode. And I thought, oh, I hope she tells her because she's going to be mad. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. Good. Thank you so much. We really appreciate this and hopefully thank we get you. a chance to reconnect and yeah, you know, good luck with everything that you have coming up too. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime girls, whenever you uh, want to chat, I'm here. Sounds oh, great. You. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Okay. So I need to watch more Karen. Oh yeah. I, I already knew this, but I need to watch more. I need to watch Party of Five. I can't believe. I don't remember why I didn't. I cannot believe you didn't watch that show. It was so good. Because it was on when I was in high school. So yeah. I don't know why I didn't. I don't know what's wrong with you either. <laughs> I don't know. If you... I didn't say anything was wrong with me. <laughs> Something's definitely wrong with Yeah, me. that I didn't did watch, watch it. it. I know. It was so good. Well, I just finished up one show on Netflix, so maybe I'll start this now. It made me sad, though, whenever she said they couldn't hang out the same once it got popular. Because I watched it from day one. To me, it was always popular, and people should have left them alone right. so they could continue having their dinners. Well, there's the story that the Friends cast says that their producers took them all to Vegas or something and said, enjoy this now because your lives will never be the same. Oh. And they were right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could not get together for dinner and stuff like that. I mean, people still go so crazy whenever sad. they see them together. That's so sad. You know, and that's the thing. Like if you see, yeah, I mean, I mean, I totally get, I mean, again, just doing this interview, totally get the idea that you want to be like, oh my gosh, but you have to respect. Especially if it's a surprise that you, you're not expecting to see them and you're like, oh my gosh. Right. But it was so funny because I, 
remember I was walking into work one day and I worked in a building where one of our local radio stations were. And do you know who Dave Foley is? No. Okay. He was on, he was on news radio. He was on kids in the hall. Like he's a comedian. Okay. He walked out as I'm walking in. I was just like, Hey, good morning. Cause I say hi, good morning to everybody. Right. And as, after I walked, I was like, that, <laughs> that was, and I'm walking upstairs and I'm like, I, and the receptionist is like, what's wrong? I'm like, Bing? I just walked by Dave Foley. And she's like, oh yeah, he was downstairs doing the radio show. I'm like, huh. Okay. But see, he probably appreciated that response because you were nice, but you weren't like on top of him trying to get his autograph or hang out with him. No. Yeah. You have to respect the privacy. Yeah. I totally get being a fan because I just Could was. You imagine <laughs> being in labor though and having a baby and she's there. That might have been a good distraction though. I wish I would have had her whenever I was in labor because instead of focusing on the pain, I would have been like, so episode blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what were you thinking as you were stuck on the island with Jagger and Jason? It would have oh, been the best delivery ever. True. So we're like, um, I need to concentrate right now. So I'd be like, no, pay attention up here. Everything down there is handled. Come on. Right. I need some Karen conversations. <laughs> That's funny. Why didn't we think to ask her what the craziest fangirl while she was helping? But you know, I feel like she probably wouldn't have answered just because privacy. Like, right. it, I mean, obviously right. she's not going to drop names, but yes, still, I bet that would have been a good story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So. We hope that you enjoyed this, you know, <laughs> half as much as we did because, oh my gosh, I don't think we great. stopped smiling the whole time. No, she was so sweet. Very, very sweet. Very kind. Very generous. So check her out. We'll put all of her. Well, she really only does Instagram. So we'll put her Instagram handle in our show notes and make sure to join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 